We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yes. Welcome to the final After Buzz TV after show for Hannibal. I'm heartbroken. I'm pretty heartbroken. It's like, I'm sad. I'm sadder than Susie Sue singing this song. Love Crying. Right. That's pretty sad. <laughs> That's pretty sad. That's pretty damn sad. Um, yeah, my song choice was definitely tonally different. <laughs> yes. You wanted to do from Annie. Which one did you want to I do? I wanted to do the, the final song in Annie. Together at last. <laughs> Together forever. <laughs> I thought it would be a fun twist on it, on an epic ending. Epic now, episode. I epic ending to an epic episode to an epic series. Yes, that poses the question, do you think they knew that they were going to be canceled beforehand? Because this seemed kind of final. Well, no, I, yeah, I'm, I'm looking right now at this uh, interview that published, I think, Friday, or maybe, no, no, I'm sorry, maybe, maybe today. I don't remember, but Variety did a full interview with Brian Fuller. And he talked about how that was their that was their plan. I mean, it was in the can pretty much. I think the show was in the can long before it was canceled. I remember, yeah. I remember talking to them, yeah, you know, but, Loretta but rumors, and those guys earlier. Rumors circulate, and sometimes you get you know things. You know how it is, yeah. like where you kind of have a feeling beforehand, or maybe you know. Well, the way the way they said that it, it was. They left it. That's why they have this final scene with Bedelia to sort of leave it open to maybe Hannibal survived. Maybe they both survived. Maybe one Hannibal and Bedelia are having dinner, although there's only one chair. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is Hannibal's, do, you know, doing a uh, uh, a um, what's my man's uh, the character doctor? What's his name? Shelton. No. no, who are you talking about? Oh, oh, um, Eddie Izzard. Eddie Izzard, um, Gideon. Yeah, he's maybe maybe she's doing Doctor Doctor Gideon with her, and who knows? I mean, huh. uh, but that I think they're supposed to leave it open. But I will tell you this: I know that our our, our girl, the lovely uh, Martha De Laurentiis, is working very hard currently to find uh, to finance a feature film. Yeah. Oh, so. That that that's kind of what they're thinking. I think. Oh um, my gosh! I just got really excited Bri- by the Brian, idea of it. Brian Fuller's <laughs> been very careful. He said to call this the NBC season finale. Okay. So I mean, uh-huh. so I mean, like, okay. like, and we, and like we know we, we've talked about. Uh, you know, people let us know, and we know that. Um, obviously, um, Hugh Dancy has another job on uh, on a Hulu series, and you know, Mads is in Rogue One, Star Wars. That, that's good, but after, so maybe after all of that stuff. I think that the window right now could be a film, but who knows? I mean, it's open. And Brian's on, um, on, um, you know, the other big thing he's doing, Gods and something. Mm. I forget already. But anyway, but but they're all doing, they've all got work. 
So well, hope springs well, eternal over here. Yes. At least a movie only takes like you know you can have a movie in the can in like two to three months easily. But I would just be curious as to what you know what rights American Gods. Sorry, American Gods. I was yeah. thinking Gods and Monsters, and I knew that wasn't that right. Wasn't right um, about what rights NBC has to the to the story that they already you know that they've that they've unleashed. Like how would that how would that limit them? You know. Well, as far as my television knowledge know, goes, NBC doesn't really have the rights to anything except for, um, and, that, and that, the way the deal goes, I mean, Martha and um, Delarena's company uh, production, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Martha Delarena has the rights to all the Thomas Harris stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's where she's allowed them to make do what, do what they want with the story. Mm-hmm. This new version of that, I'm sure the shared rights are between sort of Martha and Brian. Mm-hmm. Um, and then NBC is just the home. And Gourmand, who's the other who's the other partner there? Yes. Like NBC is just the distributor at this point. Gotcha. Uh, NBC is not the studio because if they're in the studio, they'd probably be in their best interest to keep it on. I imagine. Yeah. Um, this is how the, the, the economics of television work. Um, but I could be wrong. What do I know? What do you know? <laughs> what do you know, what Brad? Do I know? You're just um, a guy in a white t-shirt. That's right. No, that's right. <laughs> I, I, look at, I don't even know what I'm doing. It's like I don't just... get dressed. <laughs> well, at least I'm here. So let's let's so we're here. Welcome to the Hannibal After Buzz yes. After Show. Uh, I'm here. I'm Joe Braswell. I'm here with the lovely Dua Casey. Hi, welcome everybody. <laughs> and also Julia Carley. Hi, everybody. One last time. And, and and I won't even say his name. The guy who will not be mentioned. Oh, okay. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Phantom now. My, my dear friend of almost 20 years yeah. who decided not to show up for the last you three know, or he, four episodes. It is, he does have a newborn baby now. You know, I it's know, not like he's just flaking out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You, we've all called in. He's on paternity I, 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 I love him forever, but, you know. Ooh. What can you do? What can you do? Joe Samflip, what we're talking about. But, uh... <laughs> Let's get into this episode. I mean, like, we, I want to talk about the episode, what we saw, some of the surprises, some of the uh, canon changes, what they decided to do, what they did visually, and then also maybe a little bit talk about the legacy of what the series is and, what, and kind of what how, how we feel about what they've done in these three um, seasons in these uh Tw- uh, I don't know, 39 episodes? Yes. Sure, that yep. sounds good. Yep. Yeah. I'm um, not going to argue with that. So <laughs> we, we, we pick up kind of where exactly where we left off in the penultimate, mm-hmm. which is uh, Francis Dollarhide uh, telling Reba that he is the dragon in a yep. very dramatic you know, sort of w- way. And um, th- I really like what they did because this, this happened in the, in the book and the movie, the whole deal where he commits suicide and then fakes his death, but then he goes to kill Will's family. But this, I, I, like, I like the twist they put on it. But I do too. How they, but how they just again the, ex- the visual execution, you know, which is fifty percent of the battle here with, 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 with Hannibal, the series as we know, was just stunning again as well. Or something about the way they executed that entire scene, you know, having her walk through, um, how terrifying it still was. Again, I'm really just how how scared you really get a sense of how 
absolutely horrifying it would be to be blind and feeling your way through the world or feeling the way through the world of a killer mm-hmm. to be that afraid and then blind and then be on fire and then hear those noises and feel that stuff like that's just all that really 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 landed for me how did you guys feel about those scenes that opening scene well so <laughs> it's it's really interesting that you said that because I was actually thinking I mean I I love the opening sequence I love the whole the whole episode was great and the final sequence because I thought that the fire scene was going to be the climax yeah really but I just I love the final sequence was just brilliant um, as far as the the whole situation with Reba I actually. You know, they, they say a lot of post-traumatic stress has to do with, you know, what you see visually and how mm-hmm. you can kind of relive the images in your head again and again. Mm-hmm. And that's something that Reba fortunately doesn't have, won't experience. So I was actually thinking when she was back in the hospital room with Will, and she was like, I felt his face, he's, you know, he's dead. But she won't have the images, though, in her head. So was she actually, you know, of course, yes, it's terrifying, but... Do you think it is worse that she couldn't see what she was going on or more terrifying or actually perhaps in a sense better that she couldn't see what was going on around her? It's, it's an interesting sort of hmm. po- point of view. I, I I think it's, well, it's, it's interesting. I don't know. I, th- I think it's worse because, but having been, depending on how long you've been blind, because if, if that's the only way thing you know and you only experience the world through your senses, then it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But if you had, like, if I could see, like right now, and then I'm blind, have experienced that whole thing blind, it'd be ridiculously terrifying for me. So that's mm-hmm. how I imagine it. Yeah. I don't know. What, what did you I imagine it? Uh, I mean, I agree with what you're saying. It depends on how long you've been blind, when you became blind, what you've taken in image wise. Um, but I think it would be worse to be blind just for the the sensory overload and already have this terrifying situation um, and this traumatic situation but then to be cut off from that one sense um, which is a big thing in helping you escape especially for something like fire where yes you can hear it yes you can feel it but that is you got to see that to really know how to get around and also the idea of knowing like I know the steps I know where everything is but I don't know what I'm walking to as a pit of flames. Yep. I don't know exactly. if I'm going to, you know, that all, all that is just terrifying. Anyway, I thought that was fantastic. And then, once I realized I was so engulfed in that scene, mm-hmm. and then it was over, and they, the opening credit starts, I'm like, that's the open? Yeah. Like, I'm, all, I'm, like, ready, like, I'm like, season finale, that was it. Like, wow. So they're, they're really off and running in a big way with that. With that. So I, I quite enjoyed that. Um, and also, you know, again, pretty, pretty close to canon, so I, I like that. Um... The you know and uh, uh, so I don't know so then we have the next thing we see we can come when we come back from that is uh, the very cool first Hannibal will exchange we see you know first the memory palace thing there in the church which mm-hmm. is again cool I've said a thousand times I love that because it gets a chance to get to get Mads in those suits you know like and mm-hmm. they, they find a clever way to get him in the suits which I love um, and then they have that exchange and Will is very like you know. F you, Hannibal. You know, and, and 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 Hannibal. You know, I wrote down Hannibal's a little jelly. Like Hannibal's a little jealous of of, of like of uh, when he when he said like you know you won't be the same with you and Molly. Are you going to go back into you know? Will you think you can go back? It won't be the same. Um, you know, will you you know? Was it good to see me? It just sort of felt like you know um, he was in the absence of with the dragon being dead and. With Will not having anything to do, and the idea of Will going back to his family and leaving Hannibal there, um, it was just really interesting to see how how Hannibal took that in. I thought um, I sort of took that as 
a sense of panic from him mm-hmm. for those exact reasons because right. mm-hmm. he has no reason to tether well to him so he might as well try to get this little mind F in there as he always does yep. talking about his family <clears throat> making sure that he is relevant in his mind at all times um, just trying to dig a little deeper to get one last hook in mm-hmm. and he, it was like a desperate attempt any way that he could Yeah, that's, what, that's how I took it and I, I agree. And Will was very, you know, he stood his ground. Very much so. Will was very strong in that moment. Do you think it was he odd that he had, his, he, had his hand <laughs> on the, he had his hand on the glass, though? Like, I love the entire kind of, like, homoerotic undertones in this. I mean, with undertones. their... Undertones. Like, <laughs> overt and blatant direct to me. But go well, ahead. just, I mean, I think that especially for, you know, a network like NBC as well, it's like having... Uh, a, ha- Having a relationship between two men kind of be, you know, kind of play with this like sexual tension is like they're in a relationship and do it so well without, yeah. you know, I just think, I think it's, I thought it was excellent. I just thought it was really interesting that he had his hand on the glass mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like what, like, what was that? I thought that was a moment of power. You like, know, that's how I sort of took it, like a powerful moment for Will. Right. Standing up to Hannibal, right. finally being done, saying goodbye, his second goodbye, throwing in his little digs, his mic drop. I mean, mm-hmm. he's throwing in digs. <laughs> I, mean, I think like that was like, a, I think it was a powerful move for him. Yeah. I And during that scene, actually, because I felt like that scene was kind of, I mean, that's like Will and Hannibal's song and dance that they have. But, you know, that scene began with, you know, Ding Dong, the dragon's dead. And did Hannibal know that the dragon wasn't really dead? Had they been in? You know, was this part of his it master? Didn't, it didn't seem like it, no. Because because he, when he when he came and said, "Ding dong, the dragon's dead." I mean, it, it, there was there was. I think, like you said, it was kind of a. I felt a little bit of desperation, like, mm-hmm. "Oh, well, now what do we do?" In Hannibal's own way, and then when it, when it, later when it <laughs> revealed that the dragon was still alive, it's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, ding dong, the dragon's not dead." And, and he was like, sort of like a little little pep in the step, yeah. like, "Oh, now we got stuff to do." <laughs> you, know, so, you know, but uh, but I, I do want to mention you know, the zing. Like Hannibal kind of started it with the zingers, right? Because Hannibal came mm-hmm. in and said, uh, "You know, you came all this way, you didn't kill any, you didn't get to kill anyone." Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, and Will, which Will didn't like. Uh, and he also started praising him for what he did to Chilton. Like, nice job on Chilton, buddy. Way to go. <laughs> Way to burn him up. You know, I saw what you did. <laughs> and, you know, so that was really you know, you tur- you, close so you, second. And then, the, and then there also that exchange about uh, Will telling him, you, you turned yourself in so I'd always know who, yeah. where you are. And that's the part that he really kind of got him. It's like, mm-hmm. yes, I did. And it's like, well, I don't care. Yep. Bloop. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so that was kind of uh, really mean of, of, of Will do to Hannibal. But then Hannibal's a killer. So, so that's, that's kind of okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like a disgruntled ex-girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Um, Who's got the last laugh. I... Uh, it's it, it, it's interesting to see Will struggle with his own um, love for Hannibal. That's kind of a, a, another subtext here. We've seen this throughout the entire series. You mentioned that sort of the homoerotic thing, or actually the relationship and how it plays out. In seasons one and one, it was kind of like you know hinted at, really sort of hinted at, and that's for us to decipher. We asked Brian about it, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Of course, a romance." Then by season two, it was like a little more, "Oh, they're they're in love." And then by season three, you know, Bedelia goes out and says it, and then now we kind of see them finally, like, you know, in love, both of them. But what's interesting is to see how Will is so obviously in love with Hannibal, but so much struggling with the, the piece of him that, A, 
is you know wants to be with Hannibal and B wants to do the things Hannibal does, which is which is you know kill and experience the beauty of whatever that may be, you know, um, through the eyes of Hannibal and like he he wants all of that stuff, but he, he mm-hmm. he's fighting himself the whole time, and that's what makes Will really super interesting, I think, in the series. Yeah. Oh yeah, I agree. I think that's the crux of this entire relationship and this right. that we've seen uh, evolve throughout this entire series, and that is what. Hannibal painstakingly and methodically has been pulling out of him little by little yeah. every single episode. Yeah. And that struggle the struggle's real, man. The struggle's real. Because <laughs> I mean, we know that line at the end, which we'll get to, but he's yeah. like, This is all I wanted, buddy. Is it? Don't you get it? Yeah. You know. But so. and it I mean it it was great in the final sequence and we will get you know more into detail right. about that later, but it they worked so well together. It yeah. was like this dance, it was so natural. It was and it was yeah. just, you know, it's like pal. Yeah, it was it was definitely um there were definitely um a team a team we'll get to all that later. Yeah. I want I want to talk a little about that because I've got some some uh interesting uh some some different takes and way, different ways to look at that potentially. But uh, what we did see next, which I which I also loved, is we got our, our final swan, swan song from our boys um, Scott Thompson and Aaron Abrams. Oh, it was a perfect send off yeah. for them. They were like they were. It was like written, snappily written, and they were funny, and they were like exchanged back and forth. And it's almost like they were they were always kind of funny. But they were really funny. They were really funny. Day. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were like doing they like really. Had their last scene, and it was all it was all laughs, and I loved it. Yeah, right. I was, I was very happy with it. <laughs> the explanation as to how the uh, how the red dragon wasn't the red dragon. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, like and that's what Scott Thompson, you know, character doing like, no, no, it's not like you. Whatever, <laughs> kind of imitating. I'm gonna show you. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm gonna show right. you. No, I'm not. <laughs> that, was, that was great. And I also love the idea of Jack just sort of like sitting there, like just taking it all in. So, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, no sense of humor that guy. Guys, Zero. not crack a goddamn smile no, the entire he's series. All no. business, dead <laughs> MF serious. This guy, uh, yeah. So um, that that was interesting to see that. Um, and also, and after that, we have that wonderful exchange with Will. Also, I want to talk about the, the Will and um, the sort of um, interview with Will and Reba. You know, like getting oh, the, the very sort of, beginning. The very beginning. I skipped over that, but that was a very cool exchange and, mm-hmm. and sort of getting extracting that information, sort of. You know, and I wonder why Will is the one to sort of do that exit interview. I mean, what's what's? Uh, it's, it's weird that he's. I'm glad he, you know that we had that scene, but it's like, what function is it of his to sort of get that information? It feels like that's like exclusively an FBI thing, you know. And he's sort well, of like he's been guest. working the case the whole time, right? And now this is the the final moments of the case. This is the breath of fresh right. air. It's all over. We think. Right. We think it's all you know settled down, and it's his moment to. I I took it as his moment to sort of counsel her a little bit, right? Because mm-hmm. he understands what she's been through, and to just put the final nail in the coffin. You know, got that done. Say goodbye to Hannibal, and then I'm on my way. Then right. I'm out. Yeah, I mean, potentially she has years and years of being completely and totally destroyed by this event. And he can easily say, you know, he he loved you. He couldn't watch you die. Mm-hmm. You know, this is actually a good thing. Take it from somebody like me. I work with, you know, people that are this insane all the time. This yep. is not this is not a reflection on you. Don't, you know, don't. I think that that I think that that was something that she needed to hear. And I think it was a really sweet scene. He's yeah. also a very empathetic person person, you know, his character of Will Graham. And he did the same thing with Abigail. He was by her side the yeah, whole time. very true. And he takes them under his wing and counsels them through it. Yeah, I, I, that's me. That's, that's his part, part of his his whole thingy. Um, <laughs> that's a, that's that te- te- technical, technical term there, alert. Uh, so, Lindsay, 
what's also interesting to me, what I'm trying to also wrap my head around is, so, you know, we'll have that, he talked to Reba, and then he, you know, um, told so told Jack, and then he talked to Hannibal, and he felt like he's getting his closure, but then once he realized the dragon's alive, he, the way he sort of came to the conclusion that there's only one thing to do now, unleash Hannibal, like, it, it was a weird sort of, like, I don't know, like, cause it was almost a glee to it, like, they had. Not like a, it was like, this is the only way this is going to end, and I'm kind of happy about it. It wasn't like, oh, God, I'm not doing it. Like, there was no reservation. There was no, like, this is, uh, this is crazy, but this is going to do. But he just said, like, only one thing to do now, Jack. Um, I agree with you 100%. There was such a switch in that, in, in Will, in that scene between he and the Red Dragon when he was sort of being held hostage in his yes. hotel room. I'll probably skip that to, yes. Um, there's that. <laughs> First, he had that line where he says the blood and breath are all, only elements undergoing change to fuel your radiance. That's what yes. Hannibal said yes. to me. Ah, yes. Oh, you think <laughs> yeah. you're the only one? Yeah. I'm in deeper than you are, man. Yeah. And this was a, a gleeful moment is a perfect way to put it when he says, how would I meet Lecter? He goes, ooh. Yeah. Okay. Like, he's back in the mix. He yeah. doesn't want to go home. He doesn't want to be around with all the dogs. Like, he's in it. This is where he's meant to be. Well, that's that's interesting. So, do, do you think that maybe after that scene with Hannibal and Will where he has his hand on the glass, he actually had some reservations walking out that door and he was like, you know what? It is over. I am a little sad. And then, boom, an opportunity comes. He goes, okay, guys, we got, you know, it's... Well, I mean, it is kind of a 180 well, switch for the, him. This is the, also the beauty of the way they, you know, Fuller and um, Lightfoot and the gang have written Will and, and what also, what, what Hugh Nancy's done with Will as well, which is like there's it, you can't tell where the profiler... Uh, you know, ends and where the guy who's in love with Hannibal begins and who the guy who's kind of on the edge of his sanity, you know, all, they're all a big mix there. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's more, it's not even a yin yang, it's just sort of like a big mush. So in that moment, with Dollar Hyde, is he, you can look at it one way, like, oh, he's very smart. He's, he's, he's telling Dollar Hyde what he needs to hear to get him to let him go and to, and to survive, a, survive this encounter and B, like, you know, figure out a way to catch him. Like, this is, that was a very smart move. On the other hand, that could have been exactly how he was feeling in the moment. Like, yeah, Hannibal said that to me. Like, you know, like, I'm in love with him too. He did that to me too, or whatever. I mean, so there's, and you, I, you, I don't know what his, what his true motivations are. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Do you, I mean, do, do, you have a, do you have an inkling? Do you think it's both, or is it like... I think it's always been both, and, you know, he describes feelings like that, how they're just needed together in his scene with Bedelia. Yeah. And I think that's where he is. He he doesn't know where he ends and Hannibal begins and where Profiler ends and the envy of Hannibal begins. I think yeah. he's he's lost in it, and he has been for three seasons. Yeah, it, it, it's, well, speaking of that, like, like let's, I want to talk about that Bedelia scene as well because I thought I was pretty sure the last in the, in the penultimate that you know there was, it was really contentious between two, the two of them at first, and it felt like the last thing Bedelia kind of got the the upper hand on Will. Like, look, Will, you know, you're in love with him, and this is what's going on. I felt like there was some concession on Will's part, like, oh, Bedelia, you're right. And this time he was back to being like he really let her have it, like he really sort of in that exchange and. I don't know. It sort of came off as, as you know, two you know, you know, honestly, two girls fighting over. <laughs> it felt like it felt like the two lo- you know, scorned lovers fighting over their the two both of them fighting over Hannibal's. What this felt like, yeah. And um, and but they got really pissed. Yeah, you know, and, she was angry. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 how did you, how did you take that scene and what was going on there? Because I, I took it like, 
I don't know. I don't know how to take it, but I thought it was really interesting how Will went at her and how she went at Will. You know, and and and, and, we're, and the net net of that is sort of them um, both sort of fighting over Hannibal. It seemed like. Well, I thought that she was scared. Um, I thought that she was angry because out of fear because she knows that as soon as Hannibal gets out, he's going to want right. to eat her. Yeah. Um, and you know, she's like, "What are you doing?" You know that he's too sure. smart for her. Like, Will, you are not this smart. You can't. Right. You cannot make this plan and expect it to go your way once you unleash Hannibal. Right. You've unleashed him, and so I thought that it was anger, kind of like sprouted from fear. That's what I got from it. And then, um, you know, Hannibal has that great line: "Extreme acts." Of cruelty require a high amount of empathy. Mm-hmm. And then that's she looks line. at him and then she's like, You've just found religion. Right. And it's just like, you know, that's, you know, that, that's a, but every single, every single time that Bedelia and Will have a scene together, it is enlaced with this rich, thick, Dialogue. It's, it's it's like a it's like another show, right? It, is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it goes into this really sort of poetic, very like yeah, very dense dialogue. But I, I think I wrote down like no one the way they talk to each other. I think, like, it's like, like, they're like poems. Yeah, they're they're great. Yeah, the way the way these two talk to each other is great. Will and Bedelia. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's yeah, they're they're speaking in prose and poetry. It feels yes. like the whole time. Yeah, and and to your point, I, I feel like. I agree. Like the, I'm talking about what the subtext was because on the surface, you're right. Basically, Will saying like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna let Hannibal out. And we'll see what happens." And she's like, "He's gonna come get me." And Will's like, "So yeah. hey, maybe he will, maybe he won't. You shouldn't been, you shouldn't been messing with him." Yeah. So like, but it felt. I guess the subtext there felt like two people kind of going at it. That's what I was getting at. But I don't know. Go ahead. Um, I loved that scene. I yeah. really did. And you know, we were just talking about the switch in Will's sort of persona after when he realizes that he's back in the mix. And I, I feel like he had this talk about pep in his step for the yeah. rest of this episode. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was he was damn right giddy. Yeah. And I feel like he was so excited by this idea of uh, of this whole plan that he was unleashing in his head that only he knew. Nobody else around him knew what was really happening. Then mm-hmm. nobody else knew that he was. I, I don't believe that he had this exchange with Dollarhide. No. Right. No. So no. he was. He was. He had a long con going over here as well. And I think he was just really excited to see how it was going to play out. And she just was livid because of how irresponsible it was. I think he always knew that it wasn't that Hannibal would really break free. Well that's that, that's the question. I mean, that's the question. So do you really view this as he was sort of playing the long game? Is he like this Hannibal thing has a certain inevitability to it. Let's just let me just unleash this thing and let's get to it already. Cuz as long as Hannibal's sitting there, it's not like he can be con- he can be content with Hannibal sitting in a cell and him living his life the rest of the time. It's almost mm-hmm. like he has to this has to reach some sort of conclusion. Either I have to kill Hannibal, or Hannibal has to eat me, or we have to do it, or whatever. I don't know. But like he something has to happen. He can't spend Survive the like next this. three years just in the woods with with Molly and, yeah. and the son, just pretending like it's not going to come back and get him again. Right. And, and also, you've got a great point. I think that this is you know the entire run of the series. You know, Will's been so tortured. He's been extremely competent, extremely competent as a profiler, except for that you know that weird encephalitis bid. But like, extremely competent as a profiler and. Uh, wasn't until like, but but he's always been sort of tortured and you know and and not wanting you know really uh, reluctant to sort of do this job that he does and the way, the way he has to get inside these killers' head. This last few episodes, he's been confident, mm-hmm. extremely confident, like incalculated. Like I'm now in control of the chessboard. Like we've seen the whole time Hannibal being in control of the chess pieces. Now Will's like, no, I got this. This is how this is going to yeah. work. And, and everyone around him's like, oh, okay, Will. You know, and that was, it was kind of cool to see. Yeah. Anyway, I agree. 
Um, so yeah, there's that, and then there's so then the another the other I don't know if this is next, but then there was that great scene with um, well, I don't know what came first, the Chilton and was it the Chilton and, and mm-hmm. the Chilton and, and a lot of scene, mm-hmm. yes, uh, yeah, that was hard to watch. Chilton's in bad shape, poor Chilton. Yeah, he's like in an incubator. Yeah, that they uh, that makeup was. Freaking amazing! Yeah. So it, it, oh yeah, Emmys. Yeah, Emmys all around like that. Yeah, and so and it was really difficult to understand him. But from what I what I took from that scene was subtitles. Well, <laughs> what, um, <laughs> well, what I took from that scene was Alana was pretty much offering up Hannibal's skin. Right. Is that this is is this the correct? Was that what well, she was inferring to at the end of this scene? I must take by both of your furrowed brows that you guys did not. Well, he he insinuated that, you know, maybe... First he said, I'd like to watch him burn, and then he said, maybe I'd like him to donate skin to my skin grafting. Right. To which she said, you were never comfortable in your own skin. Would you be comfortable... I don't think you'd be comfortable in Hannibal's. And he goes, are you? Which I thought was brilliant, because she she has been wearing the skin of Hannibal. They all have. They all have been manipulating um, Dollar Hyde, each other, and he's the one who bore the brunt of it all. Well, he says it. He says point blank, like, you know, Will, you know, I don't blame Hannibal. This is like, Will did this to me. And you. And you. This is what Hannibal's capable of, what you're capable of, what Will Graham is capable of. Right. Like, you all did this to me. Yeah, Mm -hmm. don't, like, say Hannibal's over here and we're over here. Like, you guys were all in the same boat together. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I I've seen the whole thing, and you know, now look at me, you know. And so, um, and then when he even says, like, who's uh, I forget how he said, how with the question he asks, like, what's next, or who's next, or who's oh, who's Will's next, who's oh, yeah, who 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 is he serving up next, or yes. something like that. And he's like Hannibal, you yeah. know, and he's like, oh, okay, well, that, that's something at least. See, I think Chilton would love to wear Hannibal's skin. I think on some levels, Chilton has always wanted to be Hannibal and has always kind of like stood in his shadow. Right. I wonder, I mean, you know, I, I wish I could see, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Chilton moving forward. Will, mm-hmm. they, will we have like a Mason Verger version of him? That's Mason Verger Verge- version. <laughs> say that five times fast. Uh, will we have like, I mean, will he just be like, because you know, he's, He's alive. They've kept him alive, and he we're going to see die. him. He cannot die. <laughs> Poor guy. What uh, else can we do to him? <laughs> and but one of the most chilling things in this entire episode is that that confrontation or that exchange between Hannibal and and Alana. Yes, that was probably the scariest we've ever seen. Yes, Doctor Lecter. He was no longer just. I don't know how to the charm it. was gone. Yeah, that was of, just like cold murderer. I mean, he's played because he's always played Hannibal. Mads has always played Hannibal with the sort of like like a little bit of a smirk, yep. a little bit of glint in his eye. Like even though he's this cold blooded guy, even when we see him do these horrible acts, even when he's eating someone, it's always sort of like, mm-hmm, oh, I just ate yes. you. But like you know, but or when he stabs the guy in the neck, it's like there you are. But this was <laughs> this, this was like very very scary. It was beyond cold blooded murder. It was like the devil. It was like yeah, this is, which is devil. what Brian Floyd has been you know, toying with this idea. If he's the devil in this cave, and him saying like you know uh, it's the deal is like you know you died in my kitchen when you chose to be brave. Your wife and kids belong to me. Like you made a bargain for Will's life, and I spun gold. Like that's all like some serious devil shit. That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that was like that. I was like, wow, that to me in that moment for me, and I, I will talk about this later. But Mads is 
elevated himself to my favorite Hannibal at this point. I mean, at first it was always it was always kind of like a huge statement. It's a huge statement. It was always like oh, Cox was good, and of course Hopkins, <laughs> and then uh, the man's just holding his own. But I felt like that was the last piece of this sort of puzzle that I haven't seen with him, which is a complete stone cold. Uh, I'm totally afraid of this guy. Yeah. Like in, in a way that like is not not the likable sort of wink, winky jokey killer who's, who's who wears these great suits, but as a guy who is really the devil. And I saw it and I got scared. <laughs> That's like uh-huh. that. uh, but what did you think of that? What you think of that scene? <laughs> I don't think I, have, <laughs> I don't think I got as scared. I you know yeah I did not get as scared as you in that scene I mean it was it was just a well written scene right. and I thought it was and I thought it was great I was anxious throughout all of these scenes I was just anxious to see how the plan like I was waiting and I had such anticipation for the rest of the episode like what was going to happen once he got out and I think that that's where my mind was throughout right. these scenes right. I enjoyed this build up you know and that was yeah. sort of like the last moment I was like he's going to get out he's right. going to get out what's going to happen and I was I was truly chilled to the bone in that scene. Yeah, it was, it was, it was terrifying to me. And also all the things we talked about. And he was right, is yeah. the thing. Yeah. You know, you died in my kitchen that night, and yep. you know, every moment since then is borrowed. You traded your yeah. life. But it's it's one thing to say you died in the kitchen, I'm gonna get you, or you traded your life for Wills, but for him to say you're you're a kid and your wife belonged to me. To me. No! That is, that is <laughs> Let him out, let him out, let him out, what is it? That is anyway. So yeah, I think um yeah, from that moment, all the stuff we've talked about, our predictions about what's going to happen to Alana Bloom, what's going to happen to Bedelia, how are these people going to die, Chilton, Freddie Lounds. Like, in that moment, I was like, oh, we're running out of time. Like, is he going to go and how's he going to eat Bedelia, kill Alana Bloom, <laughs> yeah. go back and get Freddie? Like, him and Will are going to fall in love. Like, how's this all going to happen? I mean, like, 16 minutes. Like, what's happening, you know? And then but, another commercial comes on. You're like, wait a minute. Yeah, wait, like, we got to run out of time. But uh, I was not disappointed at all, of course. Oh, God, no. um, because I think that, you know, back to what we were saying, I think this is the finale, this is what was planned as a finale, a season finale, a series finale, so definitely room for there to be uh, it was kind of both. It was a good good trick in making it feel like it could be the end, mm-hmm. or we can pick this up, yeah. depending on what happens to our, to our season. I think that they probably go in knowing that they had like a fighting chance, but maybe maybe fifty fifty at best of coming back. So let's make this and make stick the landing, mm-hmm. and then have a way to, a way out if need be. Right. Um, so I was completely surprised when when, when they had. You know, when they had the whole, uh, when they laid the plan out and, and Will also volunteered to say, like, uh, I'll, I'll go with Hannibal. Like, maybe, maybe I help him escape. You know, someone's gotta be with him when she's telling that thing to Jack about mm-hmm. how this should go down. Uh, like, getting Will volunteering, like, well, well, yeah, this is my plan and I'll go with him. I was like, really, Will? You know, he really wanted to go. So, um, let, let the press think I even aided him. Like, I helped. Well, he had to. He had to say that that was the plan because he knew that there was a different plan. He knew that Dollar Hyde was going to derail the escape. Because he had the conversation with, with him. Right. That's, what, that's why she was talking about the long con yeah, earlier. Yeah, the long con here. Wait a minute. So he was. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, and it wasn't until she said that that this this was very. This is there. There are a lot of layers here. This is why he's been so cocky and gleeful and giddy because he knows that this whole other but plan wait, is, is about to Is this something that you place. inferred though? Because based on the conversation, or is this something that was sort of directly? Because I, I, I miss. I, I, I 
took it at face value. The whole point is to, is that Dollarhide wanted to meet Lecter. Got it. I got that part. But I took it at face value in that he, Will, came up with this idea in order to catch Dollarhide. To, because, like, bring him to out. To bring him out. I thought yeah. that was all pretty legit. But I didn't know that Will has another agenda. Like, well, Dollarhide is going to intercept us, and, and then we'll see what happens from there. Like, are you saying that that was... I mean, again, is this something you're you're inferring, or this is? Are you, that, I'm sorry that you're that you're that you're. Uh... Well, it's an interesting point too, because after when they escape, and isn't that escape like that escape seemed very oddly similar to the the other escape in the other season as well? My. I'll come back to that later. Anyway, but when they escaped, it was Hannibal that grabbed the car and killed, and it was Hannibal that got in the driver's seat and pushed the dead cop out and said, Will, are you coming? No, he said, he's going my way. Yeah, are you going my way? So really, it's interesting because it did seem like Hannibal was driving that ship, but it's funny because they're so, like, were they similar? Did Hannibal and Will have a conversation about this? Is Will like, okay, I'm just going to go with him and I'm going to make it seem like, you know, it's... Yeah, it's well. I, well, at that point, I think all bets are off. But I mean, this is what the way I I think that I don't know. Like I had no idea that Will would think that Dollar Hyde would do. I thought that was a complete surprise for me when when Dollar Hyde came and shot all the cops up and did that mm-hmm. whole move. Like that was that was a shock to me because I thought, oh, I thought that Will. I thought that somehow Hannibal and Dollar Hyde had planned that out. I had thought that Will and Dollar Hyde had planned that out. Uh Uh-huh. Huh. How else would he know? How would Dollar Hyde know? Yeah, well, Dollar Everything Hyde's, that was for, happening. I've already established that. That's, that's a good point. Unless, Dollar Hyde is freaking Jason Bourne. And did, this guy's got more skills. <laughs> yes, he is. Like, and Will yeah. certainly did not seem surprised. Yeah, And I think true. Will orchestrated this knowing Hannibal so well and how he would, how this had to come to an end. Right. But Hannibal didn't seem surprised either. No. Well, Hannibal, Hannibal also has this kind of role with his sense of inevitability. Like, he even said to Lana, like, I mean, you guys are pretty smart, but the, I'm with the cops. The cops yeah. don't know. Oh, the, like, yeah. I, I might escape. Like, yeah. I got a chance. I'm with a bunch of bumbling cops. Yeah. Like, I, I, I they might don't know. Of, they don't know me. Like, and, you know, when Will <laughs> like, was trick- talking to Hannibal in the whole please scene, he said, I don't even know what the line is, but he said something of like, you don't even believe in this plan. That's what he alluded to. Or, no. It's weak. It's, oh. It's water on the laptop. <laughs> no. Oh, no. It's all right. I'll live. I, was gonna, I wonder what everybody else thinks about, about yeah, what was this. Uh, well, I got excited. I was, was going to apply to Hartwick here, and I was going to tell him. He said, Will totally told him. I was going to say, do you think he told him? And then I, I spilled and water on my laptop. And then uh, he says, Hannibal is really surprised. Yes. But yeah, he says, you know, it's your the plan you're telling you me is weak. Well, I'm going to I will tell you, Julia, that I will agree with you because you your prediction was kind of right. They kind of did run away. You remember how you're like Will and Hannibal are probably going to run away together. They kind of did. They kind of did. Yeah. They kind of, you know, had <laughs> Thank you, Marissa. <laughs> Marissa. <laughs> Technical deal. Um, the plan you're telling it, Oh, <laughs> don't worry. Keep, so keep talking. They did kind of, they did too. kind of run away together, and um, you know that final scene when he was like opening the the bottle of wine. What was that line that he said? And he was just like a man that would lay his life down for his friends. Mm-hmm. Is I'm totally, I'm totally 100 percent sidetracked by <laughs> this. <That's too> <laughs> don't talk amongst yourselves, ladies. You're doing great. Just over here, just, <laughs> just over here. phone and laptop. <laughs> We're a live podcast. Go ahead. Live what podcast. Did, what do you think about the final sequence? Ooh, are we there? Is this happening? Yeah, we're, okay. we're there. We're okay. there. We're there. All right. Mic drop. Um, 
So I I was very satisfied. I felt felt this this ending to be extremely gratifying on all levels. And I loved to have that moment with just Will and Hannibal together again, drinking wine in a beautiful setting. And I feel like I've missed that so much in this mm-hmm. season because that was the first two seasons. That was the entire first two seasons. So to ha- it sort of felt normal. Like there was a sense of normalcy before the shit really hit the fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Hi, I mean, I'm back. Oh, hello. Hi. Hi, welcome back. What happened? What happened? How'd you do? I, I think it's fine. Okay, good. Not dead yet. Phone seems fine. Everything's fine. Okay. Laptop down. <laughs> That's what GBNF says. Go ahead. So when Hannibal said, it was Will that said, you know that Dollarhide is watching, and Hannibal said, I know, right before the gunshot mm-hmm. fired. Would that, that statement right there would actually lead me to believe that you were right, Julia, and that Will did make this plan with Han- plan with Hannibal, and as they're sitting there with the wine together, he all of a sudden perhaps feels guilty, or he wants to let him know, and he's like, "You know that he's watching," and Hannibal the whole time is like, "I know, I know what's going on. I know what you had planned this whole time." Mm-hmm. So the more I think about it, the more I think that you actually are right, and that it all was Will. But every single time something elaborate unfolds, I always think that even if Hannibal didn't have a direct hand in it, that he's always the puppet master. Well, I want to I want to want to go back a little bit, you know. Now that I want to go back to just that that initial ex- exchange in the car. I mean, before it, you do that, real fast, let yes. me just say something to that. <laughs> yeah. So Hannibal, yes, has always been the puppet master, but Will said this is his becoming, and this was him being the puppet master for the first time and sort of taking the reins and becoming this Hannibal s character and just owning it finally. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe. Chess master. I, 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 the chess master. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're, who, who was the, the final chess master and in this? We'll Hannibal could not have been more proud. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh. <laughs> I want to go back to the in, when they're in the back of the paddy wagon, that whole exchange they had there when you know when, when Mads or Hannibal had his the best line of the series when he, when, he, when, he, when he says, I believe that's what's called a mic drop. <laughs> 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 you dropped the mic, Will. <laughs> but you had to pick it back up again. That was like laugh out loud. Yeah, it was like <laughs> Awesome. That's what all the press picked. Every every think piece that about Hannibal finale was what like the mic drop, the yeah. mic drop. So you know, even we were mentioning here, that was a great line. Um, that exchange was cool. I, I do, and then um, and then the escape, the daring escape. I do like. I just we talked about, it, but I do love the way Hannibal sort of just went over and like, where are you going? He's like, well, he's not gonna, he's not gonna get us here. He wants us more intimate. Like to see Hannibal get out of that that moment. Hannibal gets out of the paddy wagon, takes off the mask, and it's sort of like. <sighs> Freedom. And sort of very calmly walks over to the car, pushes the guy out, mm-hmm. and like Will's like, well, "What are you doing, Hannibal?" I was so excited. I was like, "This is so midnight team. run. This is like a midnight run with De Niro and Groden. Yeah. Like, let's get let's get out of here." But um, he pushes the other car, and the whole going my way. Yep. And so they get to the house, and uh, again, it was absolutely chilling for me to have that bit where um, where Hannibal talks about. You know the, the eroding the you know the eroding um, the cliff the bluff the bluff the eroding bluff it was like you know it was eroded there's so many packed full of metaphors I'm not quite sure I understood any of them but I felt like oh but like he's like it was eroded a little bit when uh, I brought Abigail here and even more when I brought Miriam last here and now you and I are here at some at one point the whole bluff will will consume this whole thing. Like, that's some kind of super fly metaphor that may went over my head. But I was like, yeah, get it, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> like, what did you make of that? But before before I want to hear that, about that metaphor, I uh, 
was absolutely chilled by the the thought of like him. It's very calmly talking about like, ah, oh, yeah, some Miriam glasses up here. She was crazy, and then uh, you know Abigail, I <laughs> killed her. Yeah, she was nuts. Like that, like the it's just the way, matter of fact, the way you talked about those, especially Miriam, mm-hmm. who he did really bad things to, is, was is scary to me. Um, no, I completely agree, but it also felt like we were in good company, <laughs> right? If that makes any sense, right? And I also it just created this sense of looming doom. That mm-hmm. we know something, something's going to go down. And it's going to be big, and I don't know what it is, which is really exciting. But right. mm-hmm. it feels like it will become full circle. Right. What did What did Hannibal say to Will right before they opened the wine? He's like, "My, I don't know if it was my affection for you will get the better of me. My no. passion for you is inconvenient." That there it is. is yeah. that, that to me is the second best line of the whole yeah. series. Yes. My, my <laughs> compassion for you is inconvenient. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because he's like, he's like, he's, that that was amazing. Like that, oh. that was that that was fantastic. I, I, I love that line so much. And when Will followed up with Will. You know, like a, 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 if you if you have a taste meat, for beef, your passion for a cow, cow is, convenient, yeah. is inconvenient. That was, but very, I that was fantastic. Uh, Hardwick says it's a metaphor for the relationship, which is exactly right. I just I, I like, but I like the term in terms of the eroding bluff and yes. bluff consuming them all. Um, and then, of course, it was a actual literal. You know, the literal ending of the relationship was the, the bluff did consume them. But we'll get to that in a second. Um, so in that moment when they said, you know, Dollarhide's watching, I know, and then Dollarhide mm-hmm. does his thing mm-hmm. and comes in. It was uh, a just a gunshot, which yeah, pew. you know, and again, Jason Bourne, this guy, mm-hmm. like he's got a like, he's a super assassin. He mm-hmm. is. Like I don't mm-hmm. like he's. <laughs> I don't know how. Where I don't know how. What, what's his military background? It's slightly sexy, is it not? Like I I, I toyed with whether or not to bring that up, but oh, right. Dollarhide seemed or the dragon seemed a little sexy this episode. Julia spent two seasons talking about how. how she wants to have sex with Mads. It's Hannibal. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's like, it is it's that, true. there's something about that, yeah, having that, yeah, it was, it, right. it was, you know, but this was a gory final sequence. Oh, oh it God. Was bloody was it ever. gory. Love it. And I loved the way that they would, every single time, it's like, in, in case you had any, like, they still had that kind of, you know, Dollar Hide and Red Dragon, like, that split. Because when, you know, that Red Dragon, when the wings came out, and then as he was dying, it actually saw Dollar Hide almost looking at his own death. Right. Did you guys catch that with all of the with the burning, and then it cut back to the dragon with the blood kind of well, going? That, like dragon all that wings. was great, but I, I, I want to like, dissect, dissect that a little more. But I do want to just touch on that that one bit. Cause there's one little, there's one shot in just before the final battle that I just absolutely also loved. Is written right after you know Dollar comes, he shoots Hannibal, and he comes in, he tells Will, you know, don't run, I can catch you. Yeah. So he told Reba, cause mm-hmm. they're, yeah. they're, they're yeah. similar exactly thing. So. And, and by the way, you believe this guy because he's crazy. Uh, someone dead said he did have a military. He's a marine in red dragon. Okay, great. Oh, cool. Sorry, it's Thank it's you. in the book. Dollar Hat is totally sexy, says Castillo. <laughs> um, full of re- reference to military background on Twitter. Okay, so thanks. Thanks very much, folks. Thanks, guys. Thank you. So, Sylvia, Sylvia, I'm glad you're still there. Thanks. You guys are great. Uh, all right, so, um, but there's that moment where Will is, you know, a little first, like, scared, and then he turns his attention to Hannibal and it's like, I'm going to film you. And then Will, there's a shot of Willie taking a sip of his Take wine. Taking a sip of wine! It's like, <laughs> so great. It's it like the so popcorn. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
he did say, I w- I'm going to watch you change, or watch you be changed. Right, you know, watch him kill me, then watch yeah. you be changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is how we referred to all that stuff. So, yeah, so then let's to the fight itself. I mean, that, that fight sequence was, was, you know, amazing. Now, we know in season two, Brian talked a lot about what a bloodbath was going to be at the end of the season two finale, and it was a complete bloodbath, yes, as we know at the end of the season two finale. The season three finale was also a super bloodbath, but yes. in a different way, and it was just very just very well constructed very well set up fight scene in, in every single way because you had these three guys in one hand Will's mission technically is to kill Dollar Hyde then kill Hannibal and you're wondering what's he going to do is he going to kill Dollar Hyde <laughs> Dollar Hyde is there you know what Dollar Hyde is there to do what's Hannibal going to do is Hannibal going to turn his attention and then kill Will and be free like what so if in and the fact that even though they at the moment they're turned on uh, Dollar Hyde and sort of like you know the fact that Hannibal came to Will's rescue, rescue and vice versa, mm-hmm. uh, was it was extremely thrilling and, and and also a bit romantic. The whole thing was so romantic, and um, the, the shot of the three of them together, and then this, this the, like you said, the team up, the, the way that Will and Hannibal are teaming up mm-hmm. to kill him together was just like I mean, it was very like I don't know, it was weird. It was like a threesome or something. I don't know what happened. It was kind of sexy. Yeah, the whole, the whole thing was yeah, like the you whole know, thing was really kind of yeah. hot. It yeah. was just, you know, minus all the blood yeah. and, and the people was, dying, it was, was kind of hot. Even one slightly comical scene, and it was after they had, you know, moved to outside, and, you know, Will is kind of spouting blood from the neck, and, you know, Maz is shot, and and they they do this, like, wide shot where you see all three of them kind of stumbling around for right. a minute, trying to get their bearings, and it was almost comical. It was yeah. almost like, like, this is your, like, 60 seconds to kind of take a breather yeah. before we go at it again, but it was it was funny. And it what they exhausting, yeah, fighting like that. <laughs> sure. And then what they what they did with, obviously, what they did with the dragon, like, in the dollar hide, with, the, with becoming sort of that, that dragon mm-hmm. imagery was also super mm-hmm. dope. It was like, that's what you want to see from Hannibal, and at one point I thought they were going to have, you know, the stag or the the, the stag fight yeah. the dragon. I thought it was going to turn into like a Godzilla versus Mothra situation or something. But <laughs> it felt, I, I feel like it felt a little bit like a standoff at first with Will well, and Hannibal to see yeah. who's going to do what. And then there was that moment right before they started the the big fight where they looked at each other. Yeah, and. You can see it in in Hannibal's face a little yeah. like oh he's oh we're gonna do this together yeah, like, yeah. oh shit okay no let me, let me get my all game. right I know it's gonna turn this kind of party yeah drop <laughs> so, your keys at the door that's what I hear happens and um, right in the scene I loved it I loved that Hannibal like almost jumped on him like a spider monkey at the got yeah. got right on the red dragon's back and then Will just lunged at him it was it was great it was yeah. so gratifying to see them work together like yep. that yeah and I think for Hannibal it must have been the most gratifying thing ever too to see his his protege his love mm-hmm. come to life the way he always wanted him to yeah. and yeah. and vice versa for to have uh gratifying for will to finally release and relinquish this mm-hmm. and just it's his becoming and just be what he wanted to be and just murder the shit out of this guy yeah, yeah. yeah. uh there's uh yeah Dieter says very sort of like a, a, a uh, like an erotic ballet, which is very good. Which is also very good. Uh, and someone else said the good, the bad, and the dragon, which I like. Hades fist, I like that. It's funny. Uh, anyway, that was that, that was all very well well done. And um, Brian Fuller talked about it actually being a standoff. He's like that kind of what they, 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 that seems like like the standoff. He also talked about how uh, he said this great interview in Variety. If you guys haven't checked it out, sort of breaking down the finale and breaking down sort of maybe what could happen afterwards, which is cool. But uh, talked about how that scene. 
scene, they spent so much time on other fight sequences, very famous fight sequences in the series, most notably the, the Jack and Hannibal one, and there's been so many like great sequences that this one, oddly, they said wasn't um, that expensive or that you know uh, hard to plan out, and it was just really. Yeah, I thought it came off wonderfully. Mm-hmm. Everything about it was great, and um, and then Do- even Dollarhead's death was 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 sort of great. Like the, the idea of slaying the dragon, literally, like mm-hmm. the two of them mm-hmm. getting together and slaying the dragon, mm-hmm. um, I thought was kind of was was also very cool. Do you notice that? His final cut that Will made to Dollarhide was across the belly, just like Hannibal did to him at the end of season two. Oh, oh, that's a great observation. That's a great observation. I didn't notice that. Just throwing that out there, guys. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I love their final embrace. Well, let's get to that. So, so after that, so they they get it's all said <laughs> and done, and you're wondering in that moment, is Hannibal going to give Will another like? Meh? Is Will going to give Hannibal another? What's going to happen? And I mean, the, the reaction of Hannibal, like, this is, you, you did this, what all I wanted you to see. And, and mm-hmm. it's like, it was, you know, it was, what do you say? It was beautiful? I forget the line. Yeah, uh, he says, first he says, see. Remember see, how we yeah. would always say, see. Right. Uh, and then he said, uh, this is all I ever wanted for you, for both of us. Right. And Will said, it's beautiful. And gave, gave him the hug. And that and was like. A little nuzzle. <laughs> a little nuzzle. I mean, that's, you know, that kind of qualifies as my prediction of them getting together, maybe. Uh, but how did, I mean. That this was is, a pretty intimate hug. It's a very yeah. intimate hug. And then, of course. I thought they might kiss. <laughs> I <laughs> thought too. for sure they were going to yeah. kiss. I thought they were going to make out. I'm like, they're yeah. so going to make out. Yeah. <laughs> But then I thought that, that, that might have been a bit much. Like maybe, just, maybe. But I, mean, I, not, not I saw for, it like, happening. I mean, they were close. They were really close. To it. But instead, he's like, <laughs> he threw them both off the cliff, which is either, like, I mean, I don't know. I Either the, the most romantic thing in the world or the, or the like, I, you know, this, I've, I, like, was it for Will? Like, I know I can't go back to anything else, so this is it. Or I wanna, if i got to go, i got to go with Hannibal, like my lover. Or is it like I'm saving the world from this madman? I, I admit this was beautiful, but you're still evil. You're gonna go. I'm but taking you with me. This is on. This is on my terms. I'm gonna end this on yeah. my. Yeah. I mean, terms. how did you interpret that? So many different ways to interpret that. That last. That last. Sequence. I think that it was him finishing it. I think that if he didn't do that, Hannibal would have just ended up killing him, and you know, and eating him. I think that that's what you know. That final, you know, that final embrace, and it, when it looked like he was grabbing him harder, and really he was just you know holding onto him to take him over the cliff with him. I think that, that was really at the moment his only option. Right. I think that um, that it, it, you know there was no going back. That was the point of no return. We've crossed that threshold. Mm-hmm. We're in this relationship now. We are. Yeah. We have become one. And it's what Bedelia said. You can't live with him. You can't live without him. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they both got to go together. So the question: um, Do I mean do they survive? And does Hannibal survive? And does Will and, do, do Will and Hannibal survive? They both. They're both pretty. They're both in bad shape. I mean, clearly someone, someone. Survived. Well, there was not a body to yeah. be spotted, and I spot. I was yeah. all over my no, I, TV I, I, looking I, I, for a I body. <laughs> <laughs> because if there is no body with Brian Fuller, that means yep. nothing. Then you cannot exactly count on right. anything. That's exactly right. Uh, this is like the, like the well. I want that's a spoiler for Game of Thrones. I won't do that. Never mind. <laughs> but uh, I would yes. like. Yes. I would like to think that they are dead. You know, I love. I you know, I, I'd like to think that that was just. You know, yeah, I would like to think that. Although, you know. That's what I would like to think. So yeah. Who's well, cooking up Bedelia? Yeah. Exactly. So well, Bedelia, Bedelia cooked. I think. Ah, Bedelia can cook like that. 
That was on some Jose Andres. I think that she took a little bit of that heroin that she had left over from <laughs> Italy. <laughs> Secret stash. And she was like, crap, Hannibal's getting out. What am I going to do? Well, he's going to totally kill me and eat me if I don't offer up a part of myself. I'll do this because I care. You know, there's a part so of what, the, the spirit of Hannibal? She did it to I think to that herself? she was waiting for him. Huh. Well, that, I think that, that she's again, just waiting for him. I know that he's going to come for me. I'm it waiting. It could be interpreted as I'm waiting for him and I'm completely, you know, this is my offering to him. It could be interpreted that Hannibal made that. You know, and he's she's waiting for him to, to come. I what mean, if it's Will? Or it could be Will. What if Will has completely taken over the yeah. Hannibal sort of persona? Maybe he's doing it. Well, because uh, the thing is, too, you actually don't know when they cut to Bedelia, and this is the one thing because I thought that in the time frame that we're talking about the same time, no, but that cut. No. I mean, that we could be talking like yeah two years yeah, in the future yeah, for sure. Yeah. You uh, know, so that's in that case, then yes, of course, it could be Hannibal. But I would think that Bedelia probably would have learned a thing or two about how to cook while living with Hannibal in Italy. Yes, kitchen nightmares is funny. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I have no idea. The table was set for three. Oh, I didn't see that, Hardwick. I thought it was set for two. I thought it was set yeah. for two, too. All right, okay. well, then there it is. There it is. Hannibal and Will. Hannibal and Will, you know, um, for, the, for the movie version. Who knows? Uh, Cut to the, the bottom, look, and they're the just like on the little ledge. The look on face, she was also, I don't know, she looked oddly. She looked like she was on heroin. Yeah, she looked it a little bit. She looked yeah. like this. she had the same look on her face when the cops came to question her. Yeah, interesting. Okay, so really quickly, because we, we unfortunately have to wrap up. We're, either, but like, I mean, you know, uh, I had a wonderful time with this, and uh, the all three seasons. I think it was completely satisfying. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you know, Brian has been on the show a couple times; is great. And Martha has been on the show a bunch of times. And I totally, by the way, dropped the ball uh, on having Martha on the show today. There's a small possibility that I may give Martha a buzz to do sort of a like a Hannibal postmortem that we can do and get oh, Martha here. Yeah. I think I'm just. I think I'm going to try to give her a call. So that's maybe Hannibal's. We have one more thing to do. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I don't know. It, it's. Um, I don't know. I, I, it was a great, a great run, a great addition to the Thomas Harris legacy and the, and the De Laurentiis legacy. Mm-hmm. Brian Fuller has done a wonderful job with all these characters, and I don't know. It, it's it's one of the better, one of my favorite series of, yeah. of, of all time. I think. And I think Just, artistically shot, I think it well exceeds what with the other things that are out there. The way they, the way what they've done with storytelling, for a story we already know for primetime television and television in general, that yeah. was, was was just landmark. So yeah. uh, I don't know. Any, any final thoughts on the Hannibal series? Um, I'm so sad it's over. But I think this was a perfect end to my probably favorite show on television right now and has been for these last three seasons. Um, I think it's the most stunning show I've ever seen on television. Mm -hmm. And the writing was beautiful. The acting was stunning. Everything. It was a perfect show to me. It was right up my alley, and I will miss it terribly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, coming in late in the game, I will tell the one thing that stuck out to me, like huge, is that you don't get writing like this on television. You just don't anymore. Like, people tune in to the, you know, a lot of times the mundane things that they can kind of just tune out of. But this, you have to pay attention, and you have to, you know, I you watch an episode, and then you watch it again, and you get something completely different. And, you know, that's something that's going to be truly missed. And not only the writing, but also the the visual style that was infused from the very beginning, the style that David Slade and Brent Fuller and those Mm -hmm. guys have set, the tone stylistically that was set in season one and carried throughout the series was something that was 
completely unique, unique, unique <laughs> to television, and like felt very, very cinematic and surreal and wonderful, and kind of that blend of the, the sort of the tone and the music and the violence, and it was really like a is kind of reminding me the humor and the humor is very, very you know Brian Fuller infused, but also very David Slade kind of a perfect sure. marriage, and also the you know, getting Guillermo Navarro and some others, uh, you know, who came in a really did a great job in infusing some other things. There were a lot of like. Guillermo del Toro clips of mixes in there that, that Guillermo Navarro brought to the mix. So, uh, mm-hmm. well done. Well done, uh, you know, Martha and Brian and Stephen Lightfoot and, and, and Loretta and the gang. Um, congratulations on a wonderful series. Yes, yes. Uh, looking forward to the DVD and all the DVD extras oh, and yes. all the goodies that we may find from that. Yep. We'll also be crossing our fingers for um, the movie, let's hope. Come on. Uh, I'm going to do my best to get Martha in here for one last episode. But in the meantime, if this is it, thank you so much for listening. Thank and you. watching um, for Nothing last three like seasons. Fambles. You guys have been fantastic to mm-hmm. us the whole time. We love you all, including you guys in the chat room. And uh, um, Dua, thanks for joining us this season. Yes. You've been great. Yes. And where can we find you? Yes, you can find me at Dua Casey, D-U-A-K-A-I-S-S-I, on the Twitters, at Dua Casey. Uh, Julia. Uh, Twitter and Instagram with my name, Julia Carely, J-U-L-I-A-C-E-A-R-L-E-Y. Gonna and miss you, Fanables. Yeah, uh, you can find me, Joe Braswell, at Joe K. Braswell on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope. And we're gonna figure out something else to do together. Um, so we'll, we'll have some announcements soon. But yeah. thanks, guys. We appreciate you, and we'll see you next time. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.